I'm Drew Berquist. This is my show. Last episode of the year, my friends. Obviously, that's why I dressed up. These douchebags here didn't dress up. Hey. Let's go get dressed. And then I'm left on an island here. Well, you have the best outfit. I mean, there's no reason to. It's a good outfit. Yeah. This, this is better than my old Santa outfit for sure. It's very hot. Which means it's very It's real. good to know that you could, you know, take turn on the sleigh and not get cold. I guess so. Yeah. I guess so. Uh, reminder, I just said it, but in case you're coming in late and miss some of the other episodes this week, this is our final episode of the year. Next week, we'll be doing some admin stuff at the studio. The following week's Christmas. Then we'll be back the first week of January, ready to have some more fun in 2024. So there's a lot we're going to get to today, too, because it's, it's Thursday which is our Friday. So we got, that's meme-tastic. We got Welcome to Absurdia. We'll see how many platforms Tom can get us kicked off of today. We've got <laughs> Pick 6 with Nate the Juggalo. All sorts of stuff we're going to get to. A, a hearty and substantive debate on Die Hard. Not really. I'm going to tell you how you need Robust. to be. Robust. Robust. Very nice word. <laughs> Robust. No, we got Biden's the Biden family, the Biden administration's version of Christmas. Not sure if you saw that video circulating <laughs> around. Well, don't worry, we're going to play it for you. Merry Christmas. Hunter ignored his subpoena. We talked about his clip last night um, where he responded and, and made a statement, but we'll talk a little bit about how he, he ignored that. Vivek got into it with CNN's Abby Phillips over J6 and so much more. We'll get into all of it here and let's start with the news cruise. So usually the White House has a traditional kind of classic vibe to it at Christmas as it should. Fireplaces, Christmas trees, maybe some tinsel, just that traditional look. Baby in a manger, you know, the nativity type of a feel. Not so much this year. Not so much this year because Jill Biden was oh so proud to put out this video to celebrate Christmas at the Biden administration White House. Take a look.
taxpayer dollars that work there, folks. Hey, let's bring in a, a, a professional dance company to do a bit here for us. That was so hard to watch. I'm sorry that we made you watch the whole thing. But every time I wanted to say stop it, I just couldn't bring myself to it because I just was still in disbelief that that was happening at our White House. But that was the Durant, Durant's dance team doing their version of the tranny cracker because there was lots of questionable characters in that one. Very well represented. I didn't understand the rat or the, uh, the rabbit-headed guy. There's a lot I did. That's the only thing you didn't understand? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. <laughs> no, it's just, you know, it's, uh, if you're on the left, it's a nice secular winter holiday. Yeah, it is a rabbit. Extravaganza. Right? Hmm. Yeah. I thought it was a I'm, rat. I, I, yeah. But it's a I'm rabbit. sure they enjoyed the hell out of it on the left. And I'm sure, hey, look, I mean, uh, trying to find something positive here. I'm sure it was a thrill for the members of that dance team who certainly don't vote our way to get to perform and run through all those different rooms in the White House, a, a treasured institution and building in our country. The position of president less treasured and, and valued now. But, yeah, that was just awful. That was just really... You don't like tap dance? I, I actually quite enjoy tap dance. I just don't enjoy transgenders bastardizing the nutcracker on the American taxpayer dollar. I, to me, it's just so out of touch. Yeah, but, I, but this video is not for you. It's not for me. It's not for disco. It's not for anybody watching this. This is this video is intended for hardcore Marxist leftists. Yeah, you know all all the these fat chicks with purple hair and blue hair and septum piercings. That's who it's for. Absolutely, it is. It is. Merry Christmas. Well, we started off with some Christmas. Let's go. Let's stay with the Biden family for a second. And I'll see how long I make it through this episode in this suit because it's. I was going to say, you, you look a little stiff. I'm also wondering, do you have like weapons underneath there? Maybe. Like, I mean, okay. Right. You never know. The secret to life is being able to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Mm. Okay. Well, right. th there you had it, folks. You hear it. yourself into being comfortable. No, it's fine. It's fine. I'm, I'm willing to do it. For you have one glove on. Yeah. I, well, I can't. I can't write. They're, they're hard to write with, and I can't. I can't adjust some of my notes uh, with. You're doing a Michael so, Jackson so we're, we're, Santa. It's like a Michael Jackson yeah. Santa. Yeah. Except for less. Know, <laughs> less child and pedophilia type stuff going. On. So, remember, we t we showed the clip yesterday of Hunter Biden saying my dad had no involvement in my business activities, which we we broke down his words. We broke down Democrat words in general and what they're always saying without saying it or, or, or vice versa. You know what I'm, or I'm going with. But that had happened after he, he skipped a hearing where he was subpoenaed on the Hill. So we got to take you back, as other people have done too. We got to take you back to Biden just years ago and his comments on what should be done for people who dodge subpoenas. Take a listen. Talking to you so much today, you're not going to want to talk to me anymore. Sir, do you... okay, what's your message to people who defy congressional subpoenas on the January 6th committee? I hope that the committee goes after them and uh, holds them accountable. Should they anyway. be prosecuted by the I, Justice I do, Department? yes. Sir, do you support term limits for the Supreme Court? No. So they should be held accountable, be prosecuted 
right? Which is kind of the typical, the norm for if you ignore a court-ordered subpoena. But his son skips it. Nah, I'm not doing it. Totally skipped it. Of course, the House is mad. They're saying that there's going to be consequences for it. But here's the thing, folks, and I hate to, to kill the Christmas spirit here. Do you really think there's going to be accountability or any sort of prosecution of Hunter Biden, the president's son and and most famous coke addict in America for skipping and ignoring? A you, left out, you left out nudist. Nudist, nudist artist yeah. as well. Yeah. He's an artist. Very talented artist. Yeah, I mean, do you, there's there's going to be no consequences. How can you say that, Drew, <laughs> in this holiday season? Of course, we are the party that's all about law and justice and, you know, following, following the rules. Of course there's going to be. There's no such thing as, you know, two different judicial systems. There's no such thing as an elitist class that wants to have federalism sweep the nation. There's none of that. No. Justice will be served. <laughs> what voice are you channeling there? I don't know. Because <laughs> at the end there. I was going for something like, you know, maybe like Hallmark Holiday. Like, uh, you know, at the end when they're wrapping up the, uh, the film. And it's like, Denise and Ted lived happily ever after in their candy cane forest along the gumdrop village. Gosh, there was someone you just sounded like, though, at the end, and I can't. It's going to drive me crazy the whole episode. No. Ah. Anyways, nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen. Our side, here's, I'll tell you what's going to happen. There will be words and things done, but not actually action done. Our side's going to say this is unacceptable. They already are. He will be punished for this. There will be justice for ignoring us. How dare you ignore us? We're trying to do something for the American people. And a strongly written letter. And a strongly written letter, and then nothing will happen. That's how it goes. Oh, yeah. A year from now, you know, Hunter's going to be in Monte Carlo doing blow off the ass of a prostitute. Yeah. Or two. Yeah. Wearing a scarf, and he's going to take pictures of it. He will. He takes pictures of everything. He doesn't learn. Let's stay with the left. And let's stay with one of the left's sharpest individuals that they've got. Let's talk about Jasmine Crockett, who says that Republicans are just domestic enemies. Take a listen. And right now we know that they are continually trying to tear us down from within. When we swore our oath, we swore our oath to protect against enemies, foreign and domestic. And let me tell you something, those of us that serve on oversight, especially those of us that are specifically Democrats, I feel like we are constantly fighting domestic enemies and no one should feel that way. The American people should be outraged right now. Outraged. Oh, we are just for different reasons. I'm very outraged at domestic enemies. Domestic. I was going to say, I, that's a different maybe it's a different word maybe maybe we're, we shouldn't be outraged she's talking about something else when, domestic uh, when you when you were in the uh at the agency did you take an oath <laughs> <laughs> i've taken many oaths in my country i guarantee you she didn't really understand much of what she stood up and raised her right hand i guarantee you actually probably to start she raised her le- le- right hand 
just an absolute mess. She's just a disaster. Why is she on any kind of committee? You're on the oversight committee? Dear God, help us. She didn't even reference the Constitution. She just said, I, I took an oath against enemies foreign and domestic. Yeah. Domestic. Domestic. Do domestic. <laughs> it's big D, big O, hyphen, mestic. She's channeling Roseanne Barr when she was a domestic goddess. <laughs> I, but, I mean, this is... This is an honest, uh, a truthful thing, just not what she's saying. Our biggest, we say it all the time, the biggest threats that we face as a country right now, there's a lot of them out there. There's a lot of foreign ones out there. There's a lot of extremist groups out there. But the biggest threat we face is right here at home. It is a domestic threat, and it's not what the left said. The left says that we're threats for loving this country, for loving God, for all of that. The biggest threat in this country is our quickly ballooning and growing government who's who's taking advantage of all of us using using things that should not be allowed to gain and control more power they're absolutely the enemy and then and then so too are are the different platforms they're using to do that and to, to sow division within here but man we've got a huge domestic problem domestic problem but it's just not what the left is saying of course you, you know how, how they're experts of projecting. So if they say we have a huge domestic problem and we have domestic enemies on the other side of the aisle, then you can be pretty damn sure, and in this case, 100% sure, that yes, we do have a problem on the other side of the aisle. And it's you guys. Period. End of story. Yeah. How the hell did she become a representative? Well, it's clear that she was put into that spot to be nothing more than an emotional escalator. Whenever you put her in front of a camera or a mic, her job is to escalate the situation to the point where you get people making fun of her and her presentation. And part of her presentation is she doesn't say anything. Right. All she's doing is acting on emotion. She never has any any kind of of concrete solutions for anything. All she does is speak it with in emotion, calling people terrorists, uh, calling people racist. That that that's all she has, and that's all she's supposed to do because the Democrats have have a place for everybody, and you have emotional arsonists, emotional escalators like her, and what they have to do is whip everybody into a frenzy so they can shut down any kind of dialogue. Yeah. That's the main part of what, she's, what she does with her whole presentation is to shut down dialogue. And God forbid that if you step up and you decide to criticize her, the voice is going to get higher, there's going to be clapping and a lot of neck movements <laughs> just to try and shut down the debate. Right. And and like the, the hand stuff. Yeah, that yeah. that is it, just preying on emotion. Right. Well, another one of the people on the left who loves to say nothing is Corrine Jean Pierre, the token press secretary, who has taken the task over the lack of action during the past three years on the border. We all know where it's gotten us. We all know what's going on because of said lack of of, of action. Uh, it, it's it's been disastrous, continues to be disastrous for our country. But here's, here was that exchange. 
did put forth, and you laid that out in your question, uh, a comprehensive immigration reform plan. And he did that on day one, and it is going on how three how years, on three years. He spent pushing that on bill three years. Here's the he's thing. met with them on foreign policy, right. on fiscal cliffs, and we on have, budget, and, and we, it's never been no, about immigration. Had, and we have regular conversations with congressional leaders and congressional staff about an array of issues, including this. I mean, this is, you cannot send a bigger message to Congress and the American people when you say your first, when you put out your first piece of legislation is on this issue, is on reforming immigration, yeah, right? Is on fixing. Flat when you spend very little public time as president talking about the issue, meeting with congressional leaders on the issue specifically, or doing anything else other than having I you come out here and say, we issued a bill on day I one. I disagree. It's not just issue a bill. Like not too long ago, back in the spring, we put forth policies on trying to make sure that because because Congress didn't help, on trying to put forth policies that try to make the immigration system humane, right? Humane and actually dealing with the issue that we're seeing at the border. We have taken policy actions after policy actions without without the help from Congress. Without. Right? And so that is that is being consistent here. And when you put forth the first piece of of, of, uh, of legislation to be on this issue that has been broken for decades, I mean, that's what he did as president. That's taking it very, very seriously. I love trying to watch them slither their way out of those conversations when it comes to the border because they have done nothing. Leaders haven't even gone down there for Pete's sakes. And the ones that did were there for minutes and it took them years to get there. But they, they ignore this at all times and they do it on purpose and then have the gall to be like, we've cared about this and done stuff since day one. The border is secure, which is the most laughable thing ever. We're making it more humane. No, you're not. By opening it up, the stuff that's coming, the amount of people that are coming and how people are coming, it, it literally fosters non-humane conditions. It's... It's a treacherous journey that a lot of those people do. There's, there's rape and murder and all sorts of stuff that happens along the way there. And then reminder, because you guys are referencing, well, I assume they're referencing cages when they're talking about humane and Trump because they like to blame everything on him. But it was Obama who, who did all of that. Obama put families in cages, guys, not, not, not Trump. It, it's just remarkable. But they, they, they never... <laughs> They never have many answers for anything. They certainly never have answers for this particular issue, though, other than that's not true. We are doing things. We do care. How? How are you doing things? What have you done? And how, how, how would you say that you care? There's no responses for any of it. This, this, this I mean, <clears throat> there's so many issues. I, I, it's, 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 it's a futile effort to rank all of the, the various issues that we have going on in this country right now. But this one right here is the biggest FU, I think, of all of them. Wide open border, which is totally hurting our country, not just in terms of deaths, but in terms of the, the demographics and, and the makeup of things, in terms of the economy, in terms of our national security, in terms of so many things. And then all along the way, they sit there and tell you with a straight face, that everything is well. Don't worry. This is all good. It's for the betterment of this country. And what you think you see is is not accurate. Don't believe you're lying us. Yes. And we, we I say this all the time. 
When you deny the truth, you usher in evil. These people are trying to get you to deny the truth. They're trying to, like you said, you know, don't believe your lying eyes. And that just shows you the, the demonic qualities that the hardcore left have, especially the people in the White House. It get, well, Corrine Jean-Pierre is a quizzling. We all know that she's adult. She's a hapless moron who just got put in that position because she checked boxes. If, we're, if she were to be in the private sector, nobody would hire her because she's a, a complete unadulterated imbecile. She's, she's very dangerous because of that lack of intelligence. She's, she's just a, she's a follower. And now she's in a position to get the message out to the other followers on the left who are very, very happy just to go along because they think they're on the right team. Yeah. And when she refers to, you know, comprehensive um, immigration reform, She's talking about amnesty. That's all she's right. talking about. And when she says the Republicans refuse to help, Republicans, some of them, the refusal to help, if she wants to legitimize breaking the law on the, on the behalf of the Biden regime, that's all that is. It's a legitimization to have, you know, bipartisan support. Right. That's all, that's all that is, you yeah. know, and— if you if you fall prey to thinking that the border's not wide open and 12 million people haven't crossed the border, then you know what? You may as well have been in Jonestown. You know, you you may as well go into your garage with a garden hose, start your car, put the garden hose in the window and just go to sleep because the world would probably be better off without you cuz you can't think or do for yourself. So we can't encourage suicide. <laughs> um, but, I, but I agree. I agree. Yeah, but the it, mental capacity, you know. You're it, not it, smart. Yeah. It, it, not if smart. you refuse to believe a truth, then all you're doing is ushering in evil. And I hope you can find somewhere in your life other than suicide to have some kind of redemption for just following along. Yeah. Yeah. Man, if we had a legal department. Um, <laughs> they would be very upset. Very upset. Very upset. Tom, we need to talk to you again. Drew, you're fired, but I own the company. I didn't even say it. Um, but, but, I mean, they, she does reference, as you're talking about. I mean, Congress keeps getting in the way. No, Congress is broken and dysfunctional as they are. Worthless. They're not getting in the way. They're trying some of them to enforce the current laws and say we can't do what you're doing because when they do you're right tom when when this administration says congress and republicans are getting in the way no no, no. you're trying to say everyone come one come all we'll sign a document let you in we'll even use taxpayer dollars to send you where you want to go which is all happening by the way but they want to give them complete and total amnesty and we're saying no we've had a process and a system for a long time that has worked really well in making us a unique diverse community of of people in this country what you're talking about democrats particular well they're all on the radical left side now damn near is is an overhaul of our country it's it, this is apples and oranges of what we're talking about here but that's that's how they say it and the media perpetuates that lie and then people believe it i just can't believe man i guess the, the republicans are racist because the border's closed because the democrats say the borders are closed and they say the Republicans keep getting in the way of securing the border. The Republicans are against national security. I mean, 
think of the knots that people in this country are tied up in. And I don't feel bad for them because they're that stupid. I mean, if you're believing any of that stuff, you're, you are worthless. I won't, I won't tell you to, to do what Tom did. <laughs> but, 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 I mean, come on. you got to be smarter. you got to be smarter than, than just taking hook, line, and sinker what they say and assuming that look, – look where that's gotten us. They told you all sorts of lies about conservatives and about Trump before. And you can like Trump, don't like Trump. I could give – I literally could give two shits. But look where it got us. Look where we are now. All of you hate this administration and their policies deep down because you're a, your poll numbers show it and dictate it. And your bank accounts, your family situation, your work situation, all of that's being affected, as it is for everyone across the country. And yet you still lean into the lies that they tell you all the time. This guy needs to go. We can do better. This has not gone as planned. Build Back Better is not a policy I like anymore. However, then they tell you certain things about the border, and you're like, well, yeah, I mean, clearly that's true, though. What? People would rather live a lie than admit that they're wrong, and that's where what we see right now. And, And the polling, if you trust the polling, it reflects that. Right that people have buyer's remorse over Biden. They have, they're beginning to open their eyes and, and say to themselves, you know what, these people like us on this show who have been saying for years, if you let, the, if you let Biden in, the, you gotta, I, go, I always go back to, you know, when terrorists make a threat, you have, to, you have to believe what they say. When Democrats tell you what they're gonna do, you, or Marxists tell you what to do, you have to believe what they're going to do. Right. And then they put the plan in motion. And and for us here, trying to alert people and let them know what's going on, it's like, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. This is the United States of America. They would never, you know, politicians would never do anything like that. They love this country. It's so hard to get people to understand that permanent Washington despises the country in the way that it's set up right now. Right. They want to have all the control. They want to take all your shit, give it to other people, and and keep all their shit together and build theirs, and then build walls around themselves so they can watch the peasant class kill themselves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Such a festive day. People are like, why did he dress up in a Christmas Santa suit if they were just going to tell us all this shit? Well, it's to lighten the blow. To lighten yeah. the blow. We got a lot of fun stuff. The second hour... Pretty much all fun stuff. Yeah, I added about 13 memes to what you said. 13? Yeah, so we got a lot. Okay. I like it. Memes. I think. Something like that. Little little sports action. Absurdia. Welcome to Absurdia. It'll get deplatformed again. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't add 13. You we have 16. You know thing for you, right? <laughs> like, I know. I, it's, okay. it's all bad. It's Okay. <clears throat> That's... Very concerning to me. Uh, also concerning <laughs> is uh, it's just... Well, what's not, I guess. But there's these town halls going on on CNN. We showed some clips yesterday of Ron DeSantis's where he really had a strong night. So, too, did Vivek. Vivek Vivek had one with uh, Abby Phillips, and they got into it. This is a long clip, but because of the back and forth and because of her trying to interrupt and be a bitch and because of all of that and and Vivek staying on point and trying to get his message across— I, I want to play. I think it's five or six minutes, something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's five minutes, nine seconds. Okay, five oh nine. So we're gonna take a look, and then we're gonna discuss it. This, this, this is uh, this is good stuff right here. 
Let me ask you about something that you said at the debate last week. You used the phrase inside job to describe what happened on January 6th. The next day, Capitol rioter Alan Hosteller uh, highlighted your comments at his sentencing. He is going to prison for 11 years. Hosteller uh, threatened members of Congress. He brought a hatchet, knives, pepper spray, stun batons, tactical gear to the U.S. Capitol. Are you concerned that a convicted felon like that is now promoting your comments in court? So here's my concern, Abby. And I want to tell you guys where I'm at. If you had told me, it's close to three years ago that January 6, 2021 happened. If you had told me three years ago, back when I was a biotech CEO, not steeped in this world, I was just consuming passive media, but was focused on my world of developing medicines. If you had told me that January 6 was in any way an inside job, the subject of government entrapment, I would have told you that was crazy talk. Fringe conspiracy theory nonsense. I can tell you now, having gone somewhat deep in this, it's not. I mean, the reality is this. We do have a government, first of all, we have to acknowledge that has lied to us systematically over the last several years about the origin of COVID-19, about the Hunter Biden laptop that we were told was false by 51 CIA experts and otherwise before we now know that it was true. You can go straight down the list, the Trump-Russia disinformation collusion hoax, all of it. Now we come to January 6th. The reality is we know that there were federal law enforcement agents in that field. We don't know how many. I think it's Mr. shameful. If, if I may finish just answering well, this, let me this, just, is, this is really I'm gonna, important. Now. I'm going to go ahead and interrupt you here because, because you're I saying this, that there the establishment were, doesn't approve of this message. I know that there this, were federal we agents. Be able to talk about this. You're saying that there were federal this is, agents. This is important to talk about. You are saying there were federal agents in the pad on, on, yes. on January 6th. Yep. There is no evidence that there were federal agents in the crowd on January so, 6th. So why, before Congress, when pressed on what the number was, they didn't say there were none. They just couldn't so say how many there were. So you're saying that there's no, that you have not seen evi any evidence so that we've there seen were, multiple, and so we've seen multiple informants suggesting that there were. We know people were, we know people were FBI informants who were asking. Is there any evidence? May I just finish this and well, you can come back and question me? Well, let me clarify. I know it's very uncomfortable for you. I'm going to clarify my question I know question this is an uncomfortable issue for many people, but we have to do the truth here. I'm going to clarify my question because I want to make sure that you understand what I'm asking. I understand this. And I told you, I was where with you three years the, ago. I'm where not there is now. the evidence? Yes. Where is the evidence that the government had a plot, so an inside I, job? But no, no, I'm going to tell you an inside job because I'm not going to. I'm not violence on January 6th. Where I'm not going to let you put words in my that? mouth. I'm going to put my words in my mouth. And I'm going to tell you what, what I mean by that. Where is the evidence that the government was involved Entrapment. in planning or executing okay. January 6th? So where I'm going to give you hard facts. And, and if I may, Abby, I know this is going to be a little uncomfortable. But we're going we're, we're gonna to go through this and you can, and you can, you can push Just back on it after the that. And you can push back on that. And let's do this fairly. Why did they suppress footage of now what's been released? 200 hours of footage of shooting rubber bullets into that crowd. Shooting tear gas into that crowd. You didn't see that before. You saw what the response was to that. Uh, now you see footage Ms. coming out of actually rolling out the red carpet for Capitol Mr. Police allowing people in. Again, right through the front the vast door. majority I mean, of that footage evidence should have been released shows, before, Abby. Mr. Ramaswamy, the vast majority have been of the before. footage shows and my deeper police officers is this. being overrun and, and I want to talk about one more by case. violent really rioters. That's yeah, what I'm going to give you some hard facts. So here's what entrapment is. I'm not cherry picking. If I may finish, Abby. If I may finish, Abby. I'm not cherry picking. Examples to, to the contrary. To the you country, you know who cherry picked? You know who cherry picked? The government that did. is what happened. The government on cherry picked 12 hours of footage.
when there was 200 hours of footage. Like cherry picking was the government, not me. Released so, the whole thing. And let me let me just finish one thing too, because this is super important as a topic. So when you, when, I think this is a civil libertarian issue of our time. When we Gresham talking, Whitmer's kidnapping. I want to keep it. I want to be really clear on this, because it's the same issue in the same FBI, same even part of the FBI. Three people who were in an alleged plot to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer were acquitted at the end of trial because it was entrapment. That is, government agents put them up to do something they otherwise wouldn't have done. They gave them credit cards with spending limits of up to $5,000, encouraged them to buy munitions, plan something they weren't otherwise willing to plan. So much so, and I want people at home to know this, especially CNN viewers to know this, is that one of the jurors went to those defendants and apologized afterwards, gave him a hug, apologized, seeing what the government had put a poor guy up to who had to go to some Mexican restaurant across the street to get hot water. These people were exploited with credit cards up to $5,000, FBI agents putting them up to a kidnapping plot that we were told was true but was entrapment. 14, Same thing with the Capitol Police, people Mr. letting them Ramaswamy, in freely. Many of those people Mr. then Mr. being Ramaswamy, charged. Ramaswamy, look, the government cannot I, put you up I to do something and then Mr. charge Ramaswamy, you for Ramaswamy, it. Look, That's wrong. I don't want to have to. To the left I don't, right, I don't, don't want to I don't wanna have to interrupt you. I really don't. But I don't want you to mislead the audience here or I'm at not. home. I'm not. I think they've been misled 14, by mainstream media. 14, That's all she did was... I don't... I, I don't want to interrupt. That's all she did. But <laughs> clearly I do, because that's all I'm going to do the whole time. I mean, the smugness of the mainstream media is just always astonishing to me. They believe that they're smarter than the average person. Yeah. And they believe that their narrative is what everybody should buy into. It's the first rule of interviewing somebody, whether you're a journalist or a producer. You ask a question and let them answer it and have a follow-up question to it. You don't interrupt them by pushing your own personal narrative or the company line like CNN's company or the government line. Right. And that's what this has turned into. Anytime that a, a so-called journalist asks a, asks a question, when they're getting the response they don't want, they have to interrupt to push their narrative, which is the exact opposite of what journalism is supposed to be. If Vivek is full of shit and you're asking him a question, there's nothing better in the world to let him to go on and make himself look like a fool in front of the audience. Yeah. No, but, you, but you're right. <clears throat> you're right on both accounts. When, when that's happening, because— Ab Abby is not that smart. Most of the people who work in her, her role are not that smart. She's a you, Harvard graduate. You've got to, so the, exactly, then not that <laughs> smart. So you've got, you've got a producer in the ear like, don't let him answer that. Don't let him say that. Step in. you got to step in here. Yeah. I you can tell that she was rattled because she, you, there was screaming in her ear. I could feel it just yeah. by, yeah. you know, her reactions to what he was saying. Yeah, I, absolutely. And, and kudos to him. Look, you can like Vivek, not like him. We pick on him a, a decent amount here. Say he says the right things, which he frequently does. Don't know how genuine he is or isn't. But, but I always get a kick out of his performances. But he, he was under hostile fire there. Someone trying to take him off his point throughout and he excelled throughout. I mean, it, she talked about the vast majority of the footage shows law enforcement officers being overrun. First of all, you admit in there that it's not all. Right. It's, it's, you're saying the majority of it shows this, but some of it does show what you're talking about. And then she says you can't cherry pick. And as he very eloquently points out, that's exactly what the government did. They only released this much footage at the beginning that showed their narrative. And then 
kept everything else under lock and key. Right. It just, it, it doesn't work that way. It, it, that, and that's, that's the argument they do for climate change and for everything else. Well, 99% of scientists say that it's a big threat. 99% of what scientists? And who funds those scientists? And who funds those scientists? You're talking about these six or these 100 that are in your pocket and they agreed to say that? So 99% of, that, that's not real data. The vast majority of the footage released, chosen by the government to show you what they want you to see, shows you what they want you to see. Well, no shit. And then of you bring, it, bring in a producer to produce the video for the prime, made for TV live primetime here in Jan 6 hearings. Yeah. It's all a show. And uh, all it, this is all propaganda. And if you can't see through the fact that this is propaganda, again, you will never see it. You're just, you know, part of the sheep that will just go along and eventually line up to get your Kool-Aid and that will be the end of it. Yeah. True. It's just this particular, I mean, they all are, but this particular discussion over January 6th is still so frustrating. I was talking to someone the other day and they made an offhanded comment and I didn't bite. I didn't have time, but made an offhanded comment about, they were comparing something to January 6th. What did they say? Oh, they said if, if they, they didn't like, they didn't like Trump, they, but they recognized that it would be bad if Trump was taken off the ballot. They're like, that would be awful. It would be like another January 6th type of a thing. Like, wait a second. First of all, no, it would be significantly worse. That's, that's the starting point. Understand that. And second of all, that day is not what everyone thinks that day was. It still was not a good look for America. I, I will agree for that. But it's not, it wasn't a bad look for America just because of the people who were there. There was informants, there was Antifa, there was Black Lives Matter. There, this was all set up. This was freaking entrapment. And some people bit off on it and made some stupid decisions. Some people just got totally dicked over and didn't do anything wrong. They just were there to hear Trump speak and walk down there and that was it. But, I mean, the, the narrative surrounding this day, <clears throat> even with more footage out, even with more stuff coming out years later, it's still remarkable how many people are like, oh, my God, that was just the worst. Like that, I... I still don't think it was that bad. I wouldn't have gone, never did go. Glad I didn't. I hate those kinds of events. But <clears throat> it was, it, it, it just is not, it was not an insurrection. Period. End of story. Yes, it wasn't. And we, even when it was happening, it was, it, it, and there was live footage going on, it, it, it looked bad, it looked horrible. But when you get, when you take a moment and step back from it and then see all, you know, as much footage as the government will allow you to see, it, things just did make sense. Like opening the doors, especially that one where you see the Capitol, the Capitol policeman get on his radio and say, um, you know, somebody undo this magnetic lock on the door. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and as you've often said, too. All the footage that was given to the American people early on, that 12 hours or whatever, was from the other direction. Yeah, it's a reverse angle. It's a reverse angle. It makes, it's... Again, man. I mean, how many versions, how many, how many reverse angles of the D-Day invasion that 
that do we see that an American photographer filmed? Yeah. None. Right. Yeah. It's a great point. It's a great point. All right, let's get a little festive. We're going to go. I wish I had like a sleigh bell thing for the question of the yeah. day. Should yeah. have done that. Dang it. Yeah. Oh, well. It is what it is. Let's get the question of the day in. And it's this. Probably knew it was coming. It's one of the questions every year. You should know the answer by now. <laughs> but <clears throat> this year, I'm going to take it to another level. The question is this. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? <laughs> is Die Hard a Christmas movie? The long-held debate with so many people very passionate about this particular question, which is why I saved it for the last episode of the year. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? And I'll, I'll just say, for anyone saying no or thinking no, which, of course, you're entitled to say. I mean, we're all, you can have your own opinions as long as it's the same as mine. But if you're leaning no, let me just tell you, I got a presentation for you. It was like a PowerPoint, like a laser pointer? No, it's actually a, a video that I found that someone oh, else did, which okay. is better, because I was going to make one. And then I found this other one. I'm like, nope, just going to use this one. Just going to. You know, it's funny you have a video because, like the vice president, I made a Venn diagram to show that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, she, she does love. She Venn does Venn love some Venn diagrams. All right, question: Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Send your answers in. We'll tell you ours. We'll show you a presentation after the break. Stick around. <laughs> Merry Christmas and Happy New Year! I'm excited to announce that we're bringing back our best offer ever on our original My Slippers. You save $90 a pair with your promo code. And now My Slippers come in even more sizes smaller sizes, larger sizes, wide sizes, and all new styles and colors. Get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. What makes My Slippers different is my exclusive four layer design that you're not going to find in any other slippers. My Slippers patented layers make them ultra comfortable, extremely durable, and they help relieve stress on your feet. I'm so confident that you and everyone you know are going to love My Slippers that I'm extending my 60-day money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2024, making them the best Christmas gifts ever. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now. Use your promo code to save $90. That's only $49.98 a pair. Quantities won't last long, so please order now. Never miss an episode and experience the best live in-show engagement with Drew and the crew on Rumble. Be sure to subscribe to Drew's channel to be notified each time he goes live for the best commentary, the best skits, and outstanding guests on the issues that matter to you. You can do so on the Rumble app by searching Drew Berquist, then click subscribe, or by visiting rumble.com forward slash Drew Berquist on your web browser.
Welcome back. Hit that like button, folks, if you have not already. Make sure you're subscribed here on Rumble. Make sure you're also following the social channels elsewhere as well. But make sure you've, you've done all those things. Keep engaging in the chat. See answers coming in here. The question of the day, as a reminder, was, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? And I'm going to let Tom and, and Disco answer first. And then I will answer, and then I will show you some documented evidence, Exhibit A, for my answer. Tom. Yes, it is a Christmas movie. And, and even though it's an action-adventure movie, it takes place on Christmas. We all know that John McClane was going through some tumultuous times with Holly McClane, who moved AKA out. A.K.A. Holly, Holly Gennaro. Gennaro. Yes, who had moved out to L.A. with the kids, and... John McClane was going to fly in to have Christmas with her and the kids, but he was going to stay at Cappy's place in Pomona, yeah. which, you know, is kind of, depending on where she lived in L.A., that's kind of a haul. And I would imagine since Nakatomi Plaza is in Century City that she probably lived around there somewhere. No, she did. I mean, if you remember, not to interject, but if you remember from her house, you could see Nakatomi Plaza in one of the shots there. You see the explosion happen. And that's when the news guy is like, oh, yes, like he's excited. Right. So she, he, probably yeah. li she probably lives in the Century City area, yeah. considering that's where Nakatomi Plaza is. Okay. So that's quite a, that's quite a haul from Pomona. Uh, the the constant references. I mean, it takes place at a Christmas party, right? So of course, and at the end of it, there's a happy ending. Hans Gruber is dead, and the one guy I can't the, who comes up out of the dead, and uh, the guy from the Urkel show shoots him. Yeah, yeah, Powell. Yeah, it's a happy ending. They you know, they stay together, or they stay together in that uh, in that film, and you Carl. And, yeah, Carl. Yeah. And then you think that they're going to have, you know, a, a Merry Christmas together. Yeah. So it's a happy ending. So it, to me, it, it has all your, uh, all the stakes that you need for a, you know, it has the plot for a Christmas movie. Yeah. Agreed. Well stated. Yeah. I mean. I know your answer. But. Yeah. It's Christmas, Theo. Be of good cheer. You yeah. know I mean? Come on. Like, there's so many references. Right. To it. I mean, even in the opening sequence, you hear the sleigh bells when, when he's coming into the terminal to get his bags. We talk about this all the time, and you know Tom hit it up there too. But it's just, it's Christmas. It's a Christmas movie. Yeah, I'm, I won't go any further. I, I think it's such a slam dunk case. Like I really don't even know how this is a debate every year. I do feel like more people are coming on board with the the yeah. the holdouts are coming on board the fact that it's a Christmas movie. My answer is obviously the fact that it's a Christmas movie. We've done skits on it in the past on the show. We've done so much talking about it. You know, we did a special thing with Blaze. It, 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 it just absolutely is a Christmas movie in my view. But I want to, I want for those doubters out there and, and, and also for those who just are, are interested in this, I want to play something because this video that these guys made, they give themselves credit in it. I forget the name of the organization, Banda or something like that. But they 
did a great job of not only demonstrating that it is, in fact, a Christmas movie, but that it's more Christmassy, in fact, than some of the most well-respected traditional Christmas movies out there. Yeah. I think this is a fascinating clip. Let's take a look. The holidays are upon us, and with their arrival comes the same argument we have every year. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes. Official genre designations have failed to guide us. Endless debate has gained us nothing but clicks, and appeals to authority have raised more questions than answers. But that's where we come in. Using fandoms advanced analytics, we can quantify our way to a definitive answer and put the question to bed once and for all. This is Die Hard by the Numbers. We begin with simple visual and dialogue cues, selecting five basic markers that indicate a Christmas film, and we'll see how many Die Hard contains. For the purposes of this experiment, they are Christmas trees, Christmas decorations, Christmas carols, uses of the word Christmas, and other Christmas references. Let's run the film through our advanced AI analysis software, Fanda, and see how it performs. Scanning, scanning, analysis complete. Displaying results. contains 11 unique Christmas trees, 19 shots of Christmas trees total. Christmas decorations or visual references. This is Christmas music. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. Seven Christmas carols. Twelve if you count Ode to Joy. Wish you a Merry Christmas. It's Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas music. Merry Christmas. I didn't realize they celebrated Christmas in Japan. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Christmas Eve. It was the night before Christmas. It's Christmas, Theo. It's Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> this is their idea of Christmas. I gotta be here for New Year's. Fourteen uses of the word Christmas. You're making me feel like Ebenezer Scrooge. No snooping around the house looking for presents. We'll see what Santa and Mommy can do. Oh, oh, oh. And four other Christmas references. Analysis complete. Seemingly impressive results, but how do those numbers compare to other Christmas classics? Enter Home Alone, Christopher Columbus's ode to Christmas and standard ground laws that's a perennial top 10 pick for best Christmas films of all time. Amanda, analyze. <laughs> Analysis complete. Displaying results. Home Alone. While Home Alone features more decorations and Christmas references, Die Hard out-Christmases it in every other respect. That's easy. Home Alone is as much a home invasion torture film as it is a celebration of the holiday. So how about an undisputed capital C Christmas film, Miracle on 34th Street? Do your thing, Fanda. Displaying results. Miracle on 34th Street. Die Hard smokes this Christmas movie like a dead German cigarette. yippee ki -yay. Going purely off of visual and dialogue references to the holiday, Die Hard is 
undoubtedly a Christmas movie, but plenty of non-Christmas films happen to take place at Christmas and feature the same visual cues, but you don't gather around to watch Eyes Wide Shut every year. So an additional criteria could be, is Die Hard a film that's most frequently watched at Christmas time? What do the numbers tell us? Every year, fandom page views for the Die Hard community spike on average 400% from November through December, with the highest traffic days being Christmas Eve and Christmas. Clearly interested in this film and ostensibly viewing spike every holiday. So even setting aside its Christmassy content, our society has incorporated Die Hard as part of its Christmas ritual. Which isn't to say it's a family movie, as Die Hard also contains at least 20 murders. Smoke cigarettes. Won't be in the wrench. Sri Lanka. He's also the reason why you're facing seven terrorists instead of twelve. You smoke. A little cocaine here and there. <laughs> I was just making a call. And twenty-six instances of the word. California. Where the f didn't you stop him, John? I kiss your fucking domination. Oh, you stupid mother. Turn the fucking truck around! This whole thing up. Go fucking shit, lady! Yippee Kaye, mother. I don't know what the fuck it means. Give me a fucking bartender. Who the fuck is this? I'm not the one who just got butt on national TV. Quit being part of the fucking problem. Pretty fucking unappreciated, Al. Go fuck yourself, Alex. You gotta be on fucking TV with that accent. How about the United States fucking government? Is going on. robbery. Yippee Kaye. Motherfucker. <laughs> Thank you, Fanda. The final criteria for Christmas movies is the most resistant to numerical analysis Christmas spirit. But again, we find the evidence to be in Die Hard's favor. Peter Clark's 2007 paper, A Measure for Christmas Spirit, published in the Journal of Consumer Marketing, uses a multi-dimensional feelings evaluation model to determine Christmas spirit as goodwill, generosity, and altruism. Well, do I have the movie for you. You want goodwill? John McClane cooperates with the police on the ground to resolve a terrorist situation he could just as easily have shied away from. You want generosity? John McClane brings his children gifts that must have been very impractical to travel with. And you want altruism? What's more altruistic than John McClane willingly sacrificing his own life to save the Innocent. That's downright Christ-like if you ask me. By any and all forms of analysis, Die Hard remains a Christmas movie. With the help of data, this nagging question can finally be put to bed once and for all. Its Christmasicity is beyond question, and future debates on this topic will be rendered completely pointless. Or at least, more pointless than arguing over this in the first place. Told you! Love it. Christmas movie. What I find astonishing about that movie is the original trailer for it didn't have one frame of Bruce Willis in it. Really? You know that? No, I didn't know. I'll have to yeah. go back and watch that. Okay. I think this was his first film. He had been on Moonlighting and, you know, was a huge hit there, yeah. but then did this film, and the studio was very concerned about the transition from small screen to big screen that they didn't use him in any of the uh, the trailer. But, but also, wasn't this one of the first films where, the like, his payment for being the main role was one of the highest at the time for being the main character of a movie, I believe? It was it was controversy to that as well, like hey, leading actors don't get this amount of money, and but he was getting it. I just love that they compare to other Christmas movies. <clears throat> yeah, <clears throat> I, I I saw that and I just thought that was so well done. Great job, fandom. 
little, little, little clap from us here. Uh, that was that was well done. And and if you were arguing that it was not a Christmas movie before, uh, I, I challenge you to challenge that because the analytics are there. They're there. No, I did see a post the other day. They they were saying that Home Alone is not a Christmas movie. It's just a home invasion type stand movie that insane your ground like <laughs> I love that but I, I saw a post and they were like it's not, it just takes place at christmas time it's not about christmas values and i was like well you know there is some stuff where he goes and talks to his neighbor and he talks about you know family time and all that stuff and how he misses his children and all like you know there's there's some things there but if you overlook that stuff yeah it's just about him staying alive while being home alone you know like that's yeah. all it really is yeah absolutely well, I'm glad that we could sum that up. Yeah, we'll I hope we swayed some. Year. I hope we swayed some people. This I hope year. we did too. I hope we did too. Keep commenting in there. Hit that like button if you haven't. And I, I'm gonna extend the Christmas cheer a little bit here. Ooh, because while <clears throat> the genesis for these videos is frustrating, the outcome is not. <laughs> You've got drivers out in California, fed up with pro-Palestinian protesters taking to the highways and we got two clips first one here shows them removing them let's take a look there why are they still wearing masks it's gonna be hard to get that one off the ground she's she's quite big <laughs> like that body yeah yeah <laughs> But the only way you set a precedent and get stupid-ass libtards to not sit in the middle of a road is to either drag their ass off or keep or run their ass <laughs> over. I promise it'll work. I promise it will. It will. I'm not encouraging you to actually run them over. I'm just saying don't let them stop you because well, then they keep doing it. If there's a fear of actually getting run over or getting the shit kicked out of them, I think you're going to see those numbers go down. I just do. Here's one other one where a tr truck just drives over one of them. Take a look. Merry Christmas. Oh, my God. I mean, if you're going to do that, by the way, you got to keep, keep driving. And he's got to stop. These shit libs are here. She's fine. She's fine. She didn't get like run over, run over. Well, she's gonna write it up that way. Of course. Oh my god. Oh my god. Don't get in the middle of yeah, traffic. Don't walk in front of a truck. Well, you have two choices. If you're the driver, one, you stop, let them smash your windows, and then drag you out. Yeah. Or two, let them smash your windows and try and get away and maybe run somebody over those are your two those are your two options they're not good options because violence is going to ensue anyways either you're going to be a sitting duck and let them you know beat the crap out of you or you got to try and get away yeah <laughs> but that first video gave me so much agita because i have sat hours and hours in la traffic and it's frustrating even if the traffic is moving right 
I can't imagine a standstill like that because idiots are out there. And you know what? The, the Hamas enthusiasts who are out there to protest, guess what you just did? You got so many more Israel supporters <laughs> that you've just converted because of your stupidity. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. I. <laughs> this is a, a perfect picture, though, of where we are across the globe, where we are in America. You've got people who think this is a good idea sitting there and sitting in, in traffic blocking it, thinking nothing's going to happen to me because I've been entitled my whole life. I've been told that's okay when I go home tonight and sleep in my parents' basement. Actually, not my basement, my, my, my bedroom in my parents' house. They're going, to, they're going to say it's okay. Pat me on the back, give me a pizza pocket, hot pocket, and they're going to be good with all of that. And then there's the other side who's like, no, this is, this is ridiculous. We should just run your ass over. It, it, and, well, and both sides are ardent in their beliefs on it. Well, and it, it's not just so, hey, I'm going to run someone over. It's I'm fearing for my life because there's a mob of people, and I'm afraid that they're going to pull me out, like, like Tom was saying. We've so I'm it. going to yeah. keep driving, so be it, because I'm fearing for my life. That is protecting yourself at the end of the day. Hey, if the, if the officer were to get pulled over and go to court, look, my life was in threatening, and I wanted to keep driving and not get pulled out to get beat to a pulp and possibly die. Yeah. And again, this goes back to what I've been saying with the, uh, the enemy class being the elitists and, and trying to crush the middle class. These people who are, are on the 110 in L.A. who are stopped, who are frustrated and you start kicking the shit out of these protesters are the same ones who are just middle class people trying to get to work to try and put food on the table in this miserable economy that they have. Right. They're, they're, they're suffering, and you're taking it out on them. You're, you you have this, this view of the world, and the whole world should stop because you believe in something. That's great. You believe in something? Go somewhere else. Don't mess with people. They're just trying to put food on the table for their families. Yeah, period. Well, and, and, and it really, I mean, I... I think for me, I just, I, I'm just going. I'm not stopping no matter what. But if you do, if you've got your kids in the car or your wife in the car, you're, I mean, you're absolutely freaking just hauling ass through there to get out of there. No, it's what I've, I've, with everything going on, my wife's home more right now. And I'm like, hey, if you're ever out and there's a swarm of people and you got the kids in the car, you keep driving. You do not stop. You keep yeah. driving. We'll deal with everything else later. We'll deal with it all later. <laughs> like, you gotta survive. You gotta survive. To survive. Yeah, get and out look, of that I mean, situation. If you're in California, it's it, you're gonna it, you're gonna have different procedures and, and processes afterwards if you run someone over, and you're likely fucked. Oh yeah. Yeah. But but if you're in Florida or you're in Texas and someone tries to do that, it's a very different story. Well, Texas. Yeah, it's getting there, but. You've got a good shot. Yeah, you, you've got you a good a shot. It might still not go your way. It might still not go your way. But <clears throat> it, it, that is a different thing. It just all freaking depends on where you are. And not just where you are, but when you are. Who, who's in charge? Who's, who's running things? All right, let's get you, uh, let's get you ready. All right. Kind sir. Are you already lobbed? Oh, no, it's over there. Uh <clears throat> Yippee-ki-yay. <laughs> Yippee-ki-yay. Keep sending those responses in, by the way. Question of the day was, do you think Die Hard's Christmas movie? 
We showed you quite compelling evidence as to why it is. Mostly just because it is. but <laughs> Because it is. <laughs> I mean, we welcome your opinions, again, as long as they are the same <laughs> as ours. It's a, it's, that's how it goes. So each week, we go to a different town. We call this town Absurdia. Because that's kind of what it feels like we're living in now. I think every town's pretty much Absurdia now. But we have the mayor of, of Absurdia, Tom Cunningham, who takes us on this journey. So let's, let's go on one last journey in 2023 to Absurdia. This is Welcome to Absurdia. Because it is never going to get weird enough for me. So this week of scrolling through social media and trying to find some unique takes on life, Drew, I've got some good holiday humdingers for you. <laughs> All, All right. right. This, <laughs> this first one, I think right after the, the show, well, actually, this weekend, if uh, you and Disco are available, let's meet at my place, head down to the beach, and give this a go. Hi, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, how would you even know that that was possible? Yeah, I've, I've seen it yeah. done before. That's the only reason why I know it's possible. But but who but the first time like, who figured you know it out? I'm gonna run jump into your into your arms, and then you're gonna do this, and then I'm gonna do like that is a weird. That's a next level. I've known Disco a, a pretty decent chunk of time now. I've never once thought, let's do some acrobatics together. No. Well, I mean, well, plus you and I are very heavy. So, true. I like think it's... we'd make a good acrobatic troupe. We should think about this for the new year. Take it on the road. Yeah. yeah. Tap dancing and acrobat. Acrobatic. It is. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Disco, what's the next one? All right, this one. <laughs> this, this doesn't look good. I'm just on off the top. I'm concerned. Drew, I know how you enjoy violence, and we've all seen violence in school, and a lot of times the teachers don't know what to do because the kids a lot of times are a lot more yoked, have tes testosterone flowing through them, and just get into some really hellacious fights. It is very hard for teachers to break up these fights. But in this instance, the teacher... <clears throat> She uses a very interesting technique to break up this fight. See if you uh, see the nuance of this. Okay. That is amazing. <laughs> you have two calorically challenged people going at it, and then you have a teacher running in with a basket of snacks to divert the attention from the aggressor. That's amazing. Now, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know if that was the hey, let's bring. I think she just had the snacks in her hand, didn't want to drop them and run over. But, but I, I see it. Yeah. But it's funny the way that she's here. Take the candy. Yeah. <laughs> eat, eat whatever you do. Just eat. Stop it. I wonder if she gets in trouble for that 
Uh, I don't uh, the teacher. Yeah, probably uh, there's some kind of shaming involved. I'm sure just because how dare you intervene. Yeah, find the comedy in this. <laughs> you know, remember that clip? It actually resurfaced on my feed. Remember that clip in the wrestling match? And it was like in high school or something. And they were fighting. You know, they got broken up to bring back to the right, to the center of the circle. And then right when they go, the guy just sucker punched the kid yeah. in the face. Yeah. And we were talking about like, hey, like you know, maybe they just need to go slap it out a few times and figure it out, see what's going on. That was a different than this. This is whoever knows what's going on. I don't know if I want these two to continue to fight. No, but they are eligible to get extra seats on flights now. That's true. That's yeah, true. A whole Southwest. a whole roll, <laughs> ro- excuse me, a whole row for free on Southwest. So yes, don't say roll too. They yeah, yeah. They're like, wait, wait. <laughs> and you know, at some point, if we have time to later talk about this, I have a whole theory behind of what is to come, making that arrangement. But, okay, I'll, I will make a note. <laughs> This one I'm really concerned about. I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, I'm kind of confused, too. I think it's some kind of modern art, but I'll let you guys be the judge. Ladies and gentlemen, we got to send the military, the Air Force. We got to send the Navy to New York, man. Somebody has to stop them. That's not a real place. That's a goddamn second Amazon jungle. Look at this lady. Is the floor this of lady the is eating yeah. pasta oh, off the train yeah. floor. I, I love the commitment <laughs> to bring a candle, rats too. Rats and roaches be running around. Look at this lady. New York, basically an open world zoo, boy. It, 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 we got to stop them. Again, I don't. It, this is part of the sickness with social media and the the modern art scene. You know, this person took a lot of time to get in character and get dressed, and the thought about you know what would be really great is if I got a bucket of spaghetti, threw it on the subway subway floor, and then to your point, Drew, lit a candle <laughs> to make it look romantic, and then start feeding. I I just. We're, we're in so much trouble. <laughs> so much trouble. And you know, what's crazy is it's not even that weird for people on, on the New York City subway. They're like, there it right. is again. Yep, it's uh, it's Tuesday. How much money would it take for either of you to eat spaghetti off the subway floor? There's there's no amount. <laughs> I, I don't want syphilis again. <laughs> well, I mean, like the whole thing or just one bite after it hit the subway floor? It's pretty much what this person is doing. Yeah, I don't. I, 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 I I would I would maybe take off the top, but I'm not I'm not doing. I mean the amount of s- s- stuff that's on that floor. Oh yeah, no. The last time I was in the New York subway, someone walked in, pissed in one corner, walked to the side and took a dump, and then got off at the next exit. Yeah. Did you see the one the other day? There's the dude just laying on the bench urinating yep. like while sleeping. <clears throat> yeah. No, it's just it's I, lost its luster. I remember, I mean, it, there's always been issues there. I just am not as excited. Like I always envisioned bringing my girls there on a trip when they're a little bit older and can appreciate it just to, you know, get some good food, maybe do some shopping, this, that, and the other American girl. Yeah. Not anymore. No, no, no. We will watch videos and that's times square right there. That's all. Come check out this time-lapse on shutter stuff. We've got a license so you can watch it for free. (laughs) All right, Disco. Let's fire up the next one here. All right. This one, I really enjoy wedding receptions, especially after everybody's been drinking a little bit too much, and then they feel like they can dance. Mm. This is a great example of that.
<laughs> I was like, someone's about to get yep. kicked. <laughs> That's awesome. I know, a little banana rama for you, and then smash. And then the poor lady who gets hit in the face, she goes down against that table, and then all the back of her dress is just covered in wine. wine. Yeah. Oh. I mean, what do you do at that point? Do you go home? Do you call it a night and say, you know what? The reception is over with. Or do you kind of go into the, the lean into room? it? Yeah. And just like accept it and carry on with the party. What do you what do you guys think? I think it depends on how much uh, boy haircut chick there's had to drink pink. Yeah. 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 I mean, if pink's still feeling frosty, like who cares? Just lean into yeah. it. Let's get everyone on the dance floor now and make some bad decisions. Yeah. If 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 she's if she's being well behaved that night and has not had much to drink, then you probably are retreating to your hotel room. Oh, 100 percent. If that, if there's a pool, go jump in. Oh yeah, have a good time. That's great. Yeah, you can have a Chevy Chase moment. Yeah, vacation. Yeah. All of a sudden, boom! I found someone. Yeah, but or but if you know, like you said, if if you're still sober, you know what? I think I'm just gonna go back to the hotel room, take a bath, shower, and call it a night. Have you guys crashed a wedding? No, I believe it or not. I haven't Tom Cunningham has not crashed a wedding. My no. brothers and I did on my one brother's 40th birthday party. We're at a hotel having a private dinner um, with a bunch of friends and there's a big wedding going on. And I, I don't know what Tom. Yeah, doing. Tom. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but Sorry. just stop touching. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a big party going on there. So we. Kind of wandered our way in and started dancing, having a great time. Great people. Okay. It was a great night. Have you kept in correspondence no. with them since? No. We didn't get kicked out. Like, they, they knew, like, like wait a minute. <laughs> but we were, we were welcomed. I think and literally later in the night, we, were ta- we did talk throughout the night. Like, we then met, met up at the restaurant. They were like, let's go get drinks and do this. And they were like, well, I mean, like, our wives are here and, and other friends. Like, we can't just abandon them. But I think crashing a wedding with you would be fun. Oh, it was. We should. I'm saying we should do it. We should try it now. It, it was. Yeah. It was a good time. It was a good time. All right, Tom. What else you got? What do we got, Disco? Let's see the next one. Let me see if I can set this one up. This one. Oh boy. <laughs> this one is. This is typical Gen Z, and I know all Gen Z kids aren't like this, but this is what gives Gen Z a bad name. So yesterday did not go well. I had a consult with a doctor about a non-emergent cosmetic procedure. And the very first thing he says to me when he enters the room is, hi, Blake, my preferred name, so he knew it. And then he said, you know, I like dead name better, but that's just me. I continued with the appointment without saying anything just for a bit so I could kind of gather my thoughts on the situation. And towards the end of the consult, I felt that I needed to, you know, say something. Literally, all I said was, I would like to address something that made me slightly uncomfortable. Um, Whenever you said that you like dead name better, uh, I, I would caution you against doing that in the future with patients with preferred names because there can be reasons why people change those names and it can be very upsetting to um, those patients. He then replied with, I would caution you because I'm an outspoken German man and I say what I think. I told him his response was inappropriate and that I would like a referral. 
and he then weaponized my medical history as means to uh, refuse care. There's more that he said and did that was extremely inappropriate, um, but I cannot discuss all of that right now before I talk to some people. Okay, so of course she's teeing up a lawsuit, but right. she's complaining. She's changed her name to Blake, and then the doctor referred to her from her dead name, which he won't say what that is, as it, is doctor saying that he preferred that name over Blake. And so now she's trying to line up a lawsuit for it. But the, the thing that I feel, I have a lot of pity for this chick. No, don't. No, I, I actually really do, because she's one of these, like, feeble-minded neurotics that I, not, this I don't understand the cadence in her voice. She sounds like an old woman, the way that she talks. And what what is she like? You know, nineteen, twenty. But she she just has this kind of like, you know how we have the new Puritans in the country. She's one of those new Puritans. She would have been great in Salem in the sixteen hundreds and saying that's a witch because it's chicks like her during the Salem witch trials who are the ones who wound everybody up and got. You know, the masses, the, the people of Salem, all on board with burning people. And it's the same thing that she's doing now. She's trying to whip everybody up into a frenzy to cancel people instead of burning them at the stake. Yeah. So. I, I've, I've, I've got a lot of things I, I'd like to say. I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> Probably um, smart. <clears throat> not going to do it. I'd... All right, Disco, what do we got next? All right, this one, <laughs> I'm all about pranks. But this one, I think, goes... <laughs> goes a little too far because I feel like there's going to be a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of therapy for these kids in the future. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. You really are a heel. You're as ugly as a cactus. You're as charming as a new Mr. Grinch. You're a bad banana with a greasy black peel. <laughs> Love that there's pushing and shoving. <laughs> That's a lot of therapy, is it? Drew, yep. have you ever done that with your kids? No, I can't say that. I, I have come into the house as the Grinch before, and my youngest didn't like it. Uh, even you drove home in that costume. I drove home in it. <laughs> but... But I, I I wouldn't take it that far. That's that is scarring. I I, I you have to you, at least for myself. I got to admit, I love the fight with the kid with the glasses. Yeah, he he wasn't he wasn't st backing down. He wasn't crying. He was like in your face, you know, throwing punches. Yeah, no, he he's gonna be well served. He 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 stood his ground for sure. Now, this this is, is my get out of my house. The last couple years, this has been the trend where someone comes in as the Grinch to steal the presents and the kids are freaking out. I've seen videos where like kids are hiding under pianos, like in the basement. They're so afraid of the Grinch. They're just, they don't, they're just frozen. You see people getting like <laughs> punched, hitting the balls. Like there's a lot of stuff that's, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So why are you here today, son? Well, uh, the Grinch showed six. up. <laughs> All right, Disco, what do we got next? Oh, here we go. Drew, <laughs> I can tell you right now, you're going to very much dislike this person, but they're, they've got a lot of musical talent. And okay. here we go. 
I'm a trans girl and I just want to pee in peace But I'm afraid someone will see me and then call the police I'm not some pervert attacker, I just need to empty my bladder So I'd really love it if you let me be Repeat after me, I'm not afraid of my trans friend I'm not afraid of my trans friend I'm really afraid of cisgender men I'm really afraid of cisgender men I will let you pee in peace I will let you pee in peace Because I really don't want a UTI Capiche? She's afraid of cisgender men, Drew. Leave the dog out of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, why the dog? What's the dog have to do with it? Stop. I thought it was very creative. I thought that, you know, he's got a good voice. Uh, I don't necessarily agree with the messaging of it because I, uh, to me, this person is passable. If they walked into a men's room and went into the stall, I wouldn't think about it. I wouldn't think or walked into a lady's room if I was a female and she walked into a stall. I wouldn't think twice about it. I'd be like, oh, okay, it's a chick. But I guess women can tell better than men. I don't know. I I just, I don't like it. I, the, creativity, yes. But, uh, vocals, okay. Yeah, but you're, you're still so, I can't support it. You're so broken, man. This is, this is. This is this is one of the many problems we're doing. Right, let's go to the next clip. There we go. Oh no! This one I feel like you're gonna feel even worse about. I'm yeah. leaving. I'm leaving my own show. <laughs> this one, there's not much more than I can say that this person will probably have a very hard time getting a job in the future, which is fine because we'll all be on universal basic income. And here we go. <laughs> I hate everyone. <laughs> I hate everyone. I hate everything. <laughs> Merry Christmas. We're done with absurdia. No, I think we got one more. Oh, come on. This is one. We actually have two more. Oh, perfect. <laughs> All right, let's get to the next one. Here we go. Go ahead and play. Are those way. bugles? All right, you guys. So, as you know, I'm always in there for hours because, I mean, my length is crazy. But these were the longest I was ever in there for. I was there for six hours doing these. Six hours doing these, and these are priced at $1,500. Because, I mean, they're totally covered in Swarovski crystals. So, I got a Swarovski crystals? Yeah. Time, quality. Yeah, what's up, guys? But yeah, this was definitely six hours, $1,500, and I'm not disappointed, honey. And this has been like two weeks now, okay? And I'm going till next Wednesday. So how, how is that going to work for him when he gets drafted? <laughs> not well. <laughs> you support all these dumbass policies that are going to get us into wars, and then you're going to have to either use those or take them off. I would say take them off because in the old days you'd have to shave your head and all look the same, but now it's, it's, let's encourage it's you to just be you. So you could probably keep them. How but do you get your finger on the trigger with that? You don't. <laughs> yeah. How do you, like, I guess you, I could see like opening a door, but it just, I mean, the functionality of it just seems really weird. Obviously, 
You don't have but, any kind of a job that involves your hands. Let's even get off of just forget this person's going to be in the field. This person has to be in the office to type up stuff for the general. How the hell is that? This person has to <laughs> urinate. Yeah, exactly. Like, come on. <laughs> I'd rather touch my stuff with hot sauce than like have those claws going down there. $1,500 for a manicure. Mm. Are you paying it? I'm glad someone else has money for that. <laughs> Obviously, he's getting money from somewhere. Obviously, he doesn't work in conservative media. Uh, <clears throat> All right, let's see the next one. Okay, here we go. You know, we I go back and forth about wrestling because, you know, especially like amateur wrestling, just because it, there's so many different elements to it that I find unappealing. The whole cauliflower ear aspect of it, the wrestling singlets. But, you know, it, I understand it, it, you know, comes from the Greek Olympics and everything, and it's something that men do to establish dominance. But this, <laughs> this presentation of the establishment of dom dominance is reason number 853 why I was never a wrestler. Okay. <laughs> 853. Well, his sack has got him pinned. You're not going anywhere from that. Do you get a point for that? I'm not a, I'm not up on amateur wrestling points. Well, no, cuz it's it's a pin if his shoulders weren't down there's no pin. So you saw how arched his back was, so his back and shoulders weren't down. So. You, I mean, you talk about therapy. Yeah. <laughs> the kid with the Grinch definitely needs some. That guy. So what are we talking about up. today? Well, there was this one time in wrestling when I had someone's balls on my face. On my face for a long time. I, here, I, I, and it got posted. I, I'm a therapist. I will donate one of my sessions to you. You can <laughs> take one of them. He's hard to get in with, and and you can have it because you. I think you might need it more than me, and I've done some crazy-ass shit in this world, uh, but I've never had a bag just rest on Just the resting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All that you know of. That's well, true. that's been this week in Absurdia. <laughs> the last trip to Absurdia for the year. Never disappoints. Oh, and there's... And there's gifts? There's gifts. There you are. <laughs> And there you are. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> but I'm so glad that are we, you did. Are we opening these on air or? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Now I feel awful. Well, I'm taking you guys to a nice, nice party next week. I was going to say, I feel bad I didn't do anything. I wrapped them myself. I, I, I <laughs> This is fun, huh? This yeah. is fun. This is holiday. Secret Santa. Merry Christmas. <laughs> I'm Ooh. trying not to rip too loud since it's. <laughs> I'm dying to know. <laughs> what, what did you get? You'll find out in a second because I'm going to put it on. It's pretty awesome, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ooh, I've got some some bourbon, conspiracy bourbon, <laughs> yes. from your community, no doubt. <laughs> exactly, and you know what the best part about that bottle is? If you have a black light, you can read what's redacted. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. That's amazing. <laughs> And, and so perfect from you. Thank you. Oh, we got a luchador in the house. It's the Chicago Cubs luchador mask. <laughs> and I know exactly what I'm wearing for every you know Cubs what? game next season. Let's, uh, let's, 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 let's pop a top off. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Let's, let's try conspiracy. I don't have the black light. 
I tend to stay away from those just because I don't want to see the semen. Uh, but I don't want to see the semen. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. That's uh, delightful. It's a nice Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. 92 proof, so you know it's good. Hey, look, uh, now I'm dressed up for the final episode. There you are. Yeah, exactly. Tom's dressed as Tom. You're a luchador wrestler. <laughs> should I be shirtless? Enough, <laughs> I feel like I should be having my shirt off right now I or think something. You <laughs> Speaking of the community, that's actually Alex Jones's whiskey. Is it? Yeah. Great. So we got, we're going to get banned for Welcome to Absurdia, and now I've got Jones's whiskey. <laughs> what could go wrong? What could go wrong? Thank you, Tom. Yes, thank you. You got it. Merry uh, Christmas. You know, honestly, I'm excited about this, but more excited is the fact that I get to look at this. <laughs> I'll finish this tonight or tomorrow. That's that's the gift that keeps on giving. And Wait till I take on. my shirt off. <laughs> yes. I, in two, hey, flash poll. Flash poll for the audience. In 2024, do you want Disco to do all shows shirtless? <laughs> Where that? Yes. that would be. I mean, you've already seen me topless in that one short that we did. Yeah. So, I mean. No, there's nothing to be ashamed of. No. All right. I like it. Let's do, uh, let's do one last meme-tastic for the year. This is That's Meme-tastic. That's, That's Meme-tastic. That's Meme-tastic. We should do that one more time. All right. We have memes. I don't know the number, but you know the rules. We have Let's go 16 put them of them. Up, and we'll talk our way through them. Some of them will be inappropriate. We will blush, and we will leave them quickly. Others will just be average. Tom, did you send any to me? I don't think you did. No. Okay. I just want to make sure I wasn't missing any. All right, here we go. Number one. Number one. Oh, we got a starfish, two starfish actually in an aquarium looking at a star on top of the tree <laughs> saying, now that's got to hurt. <laughs> yes. Yes, sodomy does. I don't know from experience, but <laughs> all you do is said. lay on your side, pull your knees to the chest, and bite and next meme, next meme, <laughs> we got a conversation between a <clears throat> excuse me, mom and a son. Mom, I'm scared. I don't want to go to war. Honey, quit being selfish. I don't like the president of Russia. That's pretty much what's happening. Oh yeah, and that's how Nails McGee is going to end up going. Did you watch the uh, video I sent you from Fetus? Yes, I did. How grim is that? It's, it was grim. We have a, I have a friend of mine and friend of Drew's as well. I don't, David, I don't. He I didn't. Don't, I never got oh, to meet him. Meet, oh. I never. I was like, we were going to, but my wife wasn't doing good that day. So, he's decided to. He decided to spend his Christmas holidays herding sheep in Ukraine. Yeah, which is, I mean, it's on everyone's top three. <laughs> like, maybe top. Never. Yeah, and yeah. He, he said a video today of a very somber funeral procession and was talking about how grim the whole area is. Yeah, it was a grim start today. It was one of the first things I got this morning. I'm sitting, having coffee, working on stuff, and lo and behold, a text comes in from Tom like, oh, what's this? Hey, you got an update from Fetus. Oh, yeah, and so, there's yeah. a video of a funeral procession. Like, <laughs> I don't even know if I want to go in to, to work tonight. And, and anyways, uh, but that was, that was something. That was something. Next me. Reasons why your husband won't touch you. We got a picture of Michelle Obama and Jill. Michelle says mine's bigger than his. Makes sense. I believe that. Uh, yeah. It checks out. And then Jill says I'm over 12. Both of those yeah. really just reasonable and likely thoughts that those people would have. I was going to say women, but it's hard to say women when they're not, you know, necessarily both women. <laughs> Do you know what? It's funny. Can you put that back up there, Disco? 
Have you ever noticed that Jill Biden looks like Alice Cooper? Ooh. Ooh actually, no, I haven't. But in that picture, yeah. they're striking. Yeah. <laughs> Feed my Frankenstein. Hmm. Sorry. It's all right, Luchador. No, Maybe that, that's my walk-in music is that is now this song. <laughs> you are all tangled up. We need to come up with a name for this Luchador. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. And a Chicago. Chicago. Chirac. Chirac. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next one. Uh, <clears throat> we've got, I don't know if it's supposed to be, it's just a person, not, right? It's not military or anything, getting a, a vaccine. Will this stop me from getting sick? The doctor says no. Will it kill me? I don't know. You're my hero. And then has a Black Lives Matter sticker on her shirt. That's right. That's what yeah. that is. Okay, yeah. I, but that, that, that also checks out. The amount of question marks, just do it. Do you have concerns? Some. Am I going to still do it? Yep. Mm-hmm. Sure. I can't even look at you anymore. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I really, I want you to do the show half naked in 2024. I'm about to take my shirt off. I really want to see you. Guys. I'm about to take everything off. I've been wearing this suit forever. I want to see you guys wrestle for that belt right here on the floor. I can't give that one away, but we'll wrestle for that one. I can't give that one away. Okay. Uh, next one. I wish Democrats hated sex offenders as much as they hated gun owners. That's just true. Yeah. No, yeah. It's just, just a true statement. Would be nice. Would be nice for sure. So I get that from uh, this chick who goes by American Barbie, and she's got hilarious memes. Some of them are way too sexual for the show, so I have to cut a lot of them out. I get a laugh out of them and then put them in the trash bin. But <clears throat> some, some, good, some good ones there. All right, next, next meme. We got parents looking out from a window as a child <laughs> makes a snowman. And the carrot and the stick have been adjusted to now what Where did we go wrong? masturbating snowman. Where did we go wrong? Somewhere. He's, he's a little young to be envisioning that. But it's 2023. Hey, I mean, yeah. stuff, I mean, you, you, see, you see all sorts of stuff out there now. You, you look at what they're being taught in the classroom. And it's kind of like, okay, yeah, masturbating snowman checks out. It kind of makes some sense. Absurd. It is absurd. Absurd. Teach your kids better. I just wish we could make snowmen again. I miss white Christmases. Really? Well, we do. could always take a trip up north. We, we could. Maybe next year we'll do the show from like a log cabin. Ooh. Ooh yeah. Yeah. Just the three of us. Yeah. With one sleeping bag. I mean, I, yeah. Why not? <laughs> We gotta stay warm because yeah. we're gonna clearly choose a cabin with no <laughs> heat, heat or a fireplace. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sweat lodge. That'd be great. We could all eat peyote and or ayahuasca. Maybe like that scene from Zoolander. <laughs> the, okay. In the dirt room? Yeah. Hey, Hansel. <laughs> uh, next meme. This is just like a truth. Okay. M Mark Wahlberg, why y'all blaming God for your problems? Most of y'all's problems come from not listening to him to begin with. Yes, big problem in America, probably the number one problem in America, not just America, across the globe. Hashtag do better. Yeah. Okay. From serious to. Okay. Kind of Bill still Murray serious. From uh, in, in Punxsutawney. Yeah. Well, it's day 929 of Build Back Better. Nothing is built. Nothing is back. Nothing is better. True. Yeah. Wake up. This morning. <laughs> I haven't actually seen that movie in a long time. It's a great movie. It is a great movie. Yeah. What was the chick in that? That was Andy McDowell, right? No. Yes. Maybe. Yeah. We don't know. No we one knows, know. actually. Pretty sure. 
I mean, we could always just look. You're it saying up. yes, pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. And then what was the dude, former SNL dude, who's in it, who's the camera guy? Uh, uh, Chris Elliott. Chris, yeah, 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 yeah. Andy McDowell and Chris Elliott, yeah. And then okay. Stephen Tobolowski, the guy the, with the glasses, he's like, "No way!" You know, yeah. like, like <laughs> the Santa supporters, Trump supporters, and Vivek supporters all coming together on on something which would would be really nice, and that is that Nikki Haley sucks. I don't know that they really do all come together because there's so much stupid bantering and bullshit online right now. But if they could come together on anything, that's probably one of the things they'd come together on. Is that a Game of Thrones reference? To I, don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It was just like King Arthur. Yeah. I would eat healthy, but then I remember that that time that Eve ate an apple and doomed all of humanity. So I don't know. Better, <laughs> better, not, better not risk it. Yeah. My my wife literally uh, was looking for a snack last weekend or whenever it was, and we hadn't been to the store. Usually we're pretty stocked up. We just were, were down for whatever reason. I was like, oh, she was like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm just I'm just looking for a little something to munch on. She's like, why don't you grab an apple? And the the look that I gave, like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Get thee behind me, Satan! Do we need to see somebody? Like, are we okay? Eat an apple as a snack. Stop it. She's just thinking about your body. Yeah. Well, it's a lot to think about. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I've said it before. I, I think I, I, I obviously our feelings on, on God and, and faith here are pretty clear. But I think he was trolling us when he made apples because one, obviously that all happened in the garden. And then two, we're supposed to keep our kids healthy and give them apples to eat. And there is not a noise that I hate more than listening to someone eat an apple. Even my own kids. I just look at them like, I don't know if I want you anymore. I do. I love them. But that, that, that's, that is such a loud noise. Like in a car, you hear someone bite into it. I'd rather have someone <laughs> just be ripping, you know, letting gas fly and hotboxing the shit out of everybody than forever than have someone eating an apple. Okay. Oh. I, you know the scare you? Does that too much, Tom? Yeah. <clears throat> I, well, I don't like it. We'll move it on to the next like, meme. Okay, next meme. <laughs> you know the, the holiday stamps yes, that come out? Yes, yes. All right, so here's, here's one. Great to see Mary on keyboard and Joseph on vocals on this year's Christmas card. Yeah, it does, <laughs> it does look like I that. love that Joseph's like <laughs> leaning, leaning into, into it, into like, it. A, <laughs> like a real front man. The front man that he is. I'd love to hear their rendition of Oh Holy Night. Oh, here, actually, you know what? I gotta. I want it to start slow while we're staying and then in that really theme. Really just pop the top off, okay? Staying in the Mary Joseph theme. Okay. Mary, exhausted, having just gotten Jesus to sleep, is approached by a young man who thinks to himself, what this girl <laughs> needs is a drum solo. <laughs> okay? That's something. Yeah. That's something. Next meme. I saw this is just a Babylon Bee article. After back-to-back -back losses, Chiefs replaced Taylor Swift with Selena Gomez. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. It would be a good choice. Selena's a cute girl. Our person of the year. Yeah. Hey, this isn't a meme. This is just a really cool ornament I, I found. Still, we, yes, great, great ornament from Die Hard. A Lego ornament shows John McClane in the vent there holding the lighter. Come to the coast. Have a few laughs. Bim, 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 bim. <laughs> um, I still can't get over that Barbie was in the time of the year running. Yep. <clears throat> 
<laughs> not a real why if, if, if you don't have to be a real person why can't we be on the list i mean well, the answer is the left and time magazine hate people like us but but we were in 09 you were the person of the year Remember that's that? right you're right and everybody listed that on their on their resumes did they really i don't remember that phenomenon <laughs> yeah. Again, this isn't a meme. This is just a great photo of... Uh, is this our last one? No, second to last okay. one. This is how I feel on a day. Yesterday, you talked about how big Chris Christie is. He's very large. Oh, I've seen this picture. I mean, that's just a weird... Uh, look, I'm, I'm not a, trying to fat shame anyone except for Chris Christie, who, who's disgusting. But that's just a weird body. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's weird where his body decided to store fat. Yes, because his legs look semi-normal. Yeah. Like from the knee down. Right. Knee down. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's I, the it's the, that. To me, it's he wanted to make sure his shorts were above his knees. So let's, let's pull them up as high as we can. You know? Yeah, it's just a weird. It's like the equator's in the wrong place. I, I don't know. He's a, he's a vile creature, though. Politically and, and socially in terms of his views on things. So I don't, I don't have a problem picking on him. Right, so here's the last one. Here's the last one. Christmas. Christmas. Joseph, no rooms? Dude, she's about to give birth to humanity's savior. Innkeeper, sorry, we get really busy around Christmas time. Joseph, around what time? Yeah. Just, okay. Yeah. You just said just... There's a playoff of it. There's a playoff. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I feel like we ended the year on a horrible meme. What was that? Well, this is what I was given. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But it's been a fun year. It's been a fun year, guys. We, we, I mean, it hasn't, it hasn't. We, we've had fun here. Build Back Better not exactly going so well. I've seen better policies. Here, we'll end on this one. Actually, I feel like this, <laughs> this sums up the year that we had. <laughs> that, that picture? That yeah, picture yeah, right there. Yep. <laughs> hey, we're just going to go ahead and tell you everything's great while teabagging you at the same time. I can't Merry see Christmas, everyone. There's still a chance you might win. Don't give up. Don't give up. You do have a party representing you. Oh, you don't. No, I just you couldn't, don't. They're couldn't. all one. It's all the same. I couldn't see anything without my glasses. That's so. all right. And now you're a, a four-eyed <laughs> Maybe there's like yeah, a, Maybe, yeah. It's starting to fog up. Yeah. This is a bad choice. I can't okay. see anything. Well, we're done. Oh, we're done oh, anyways. Okay. Well, so. for your birthday, you'll get tights. And for Christmas next year, you'll get boots. <laughs> oh, perfect. We got the Ensemble. costume coming. Full <laughs> Folks, it's been great. Thank you so much. Make sure you hit that like button on the way out. Reminder, we're off next week. We're off Christmas week. You guys should take a break from politics too. Hang out. Spend time with your loved ones, your family, your friends. Enjoy this special time of year. Don't let the politics and the fact that the world's on fire bring you down. We'll be back. <laughs> we'll be back to tell you about all of it on January 2nd. It's that Tuesday after Michigan beats Alabama. And whatever happens in the other game happens. We hope you have a great Christmas. We'll try and put out some other clips and whatnot over the break. But have a wonderful Christmas, a happy new year, and we'll see you in 2024. Be safe. Be smart. Be free.